Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio Wednesdays at 5pm for Brainwaves, Melbourne's drive-time radio show. Giving voice to people with mental illness. One in five have a mental illness, but five in five can enjoy this great program featuring heartwarming stories, great information and some laughs as well. Find us at 3CR. 855 on your AM dial. Sponsored by Mental Illness Fellowship of Victoria. Hello and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR 8.55am, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au. My name is Marnie and today from the Brainwaves team we have Lauren and uh, we have a special guest, Carla, who is a mentor, network leader and speaker from the ICANN Network. Thank you so much, Carla, for joining us today. No worries. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the ICANN Network and how it all got started? Yeah, um, so basically the ICANN Network was f- formed in about September 2013 in response to the momentum from uh, the founder, Chris Varney's TEDx talk, which on YouTube is known as Autism, How My Unstoppable Mother Proved the Experts Wrong. And actually shortly after the talk, um, he, he basically gained a lot of attention and a few key figures sort of came into play and uh, contributed to their pretty much the launch of the pilot, uh, piloting the program in about 2014. So uh, some, of the, some of those individuals, uh, all of the, most of those individuals were on the spectrum themselves and um, or had close re- relatives on the spectrum as well. Yeah. So um, autism is a very broad term. What do people mean when they usually refer to the autistic spectrum? Well, it it depends on how you look at it, really. Like, to be really, it's uh, quite difficult to compact autism into one sort of overall definition. But um, I suppose like it depends on the individual circumstance. But the clinical definition, I suppose, of autism refers to the uh, spectrum of characteristics like difficulty with socialization, sort of thing, emotional regulation. Um, sometimes there's learning difficulties. That they're all the general things. But I think it, it, it's really hard to pin down because it comes down to the individual kind of experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you mentor in schools. Can you tell us a little bit about the work that you do there? Yeah. Um, so mentoring is pretty much one of our biggest programs. And uh, we work in about 30 schools across Victoria and uh, across a few st- and three states. Um, and the beauty of it is, is about, so you get two mentors in school and you run pretty much programs with certain themes such as communication or teamwork with the incentive to improve the communication skills and and their general well-being and boost their confidence and highlight the strengths of these students on the spectrum and um so there'll be two there'll be a mentor and a network leader running those programs about fortnightly and um yeah, majority of those uh, of that role are actually on the spectrum and it comes from an, like an empathic stance, which I think is what gives ICANN its unique uh, sort of uniqueness. Yeah. yeah. So what results have you seen as a result of the mentoring program? So, and some success stories maybe as well. 
Well, there's there's like countless amounts. Um, I can think of one in my head that I've experienced personally with one of my mentees. Uh, this little little girl in the what we call the imagination club, which is the primary version. Um, yeah, a lot of people think that uh, those on the spectrum don't have a lot of empathy, which I think is a bit of a misconcept, common misconception. But what really was quite beautiful to me and a really amazing experience was we were doing this drawing activity and she drew this picture of drawing her, she was drawing her emotions or emotions she likes. And um, she drew a picture of cloud with rain coming from the, falling from the cloud. And there were three, the, the rain was of three different colours. There was yellow, orange and red. And I said to her, so what does this drawing mean? And she goes, well, sometimes I feel mixed emotions. So this is anger, this is happiness and this is sadness. And and I just thought the fact that she had the capacity to understand that, and she was only probably about nine or ten, was would really just throw that it throws that stereotype. You know, it just ha- it does. It's just um, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like it's a really important experience to try and get away from that stereotype. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So how important is it that each student receives support tailored to their specific needs? Um, well, so yeah, every student has um, individual needs. So you've just got to make it connect with them on a personal level and what happens when when these when these needs aren't met um their their strengths don't really come out and I think the most important way uh, to help them blossom um academically socially and emotionally and all that is to actually cater to those specific strengths so it's just a matter of getting to know that child individually and not always thinking so broadly about the uh clinical kind of definition of autism mm. yeah yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of support at schools is targeted towards students with intellectual disabilities, but do students with Asperger's often miss out on the support that they might need because of their high intellect? Um, uh, pretend, it, it, I think um, it depends because a lot of people seem to think that everyone with like everyone with Asperger's is like super genius or something, mm. which isn't always the case. Like, I mean, I can say for myself, I have Asperger's and I'm very when I'm passionate about something and particularly focused on something I'm pretty I can get, I have I'm quite good at it mm. but that doesn't mean I'm good at everything yeah that's true but um I guess it depends like if some some children though do are uh, excel in a lot of areas with Asperger's and perhaps their social kind of needs and emotional needs may not be met because of there's so much focus on the academia side of it um but I I think it just Overall, though, it's not so much high Asperger's and with high sort of intellect. I think it's overall that there's a lot of um, needs that are missed kind of and they're not really accommodated for. Yeah, Yeah. so I I guess following on from that, um, do you find that autistic students struggle more with their schoolwork or a little bit more with the social aspect of school? Well, I believe... I believe that sort of personal welfare uh, really does go hand in hand with um, sort of academic, like the education-wise. And so I think that if someone's suffering um, socially or emotionally, that can really impact their ability to achieve what they can academically as well. So I think it really just goes hand in hand, especially for kids on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and do children with autism suffer from higher than average rates of depression and anxiety? Uh, well, anec- anecdotally, we know that many people on the spectrum do have depression and anxiety and those sort of things. Um, but we, well, I have, we haven't really been able to find, or I can haven't 
anyway um, been able to find any particular statistics uh, exclusive to Australia indicating that. But but I can say that a lot of the students we come across in our programs do tend to have mental health issues as well as being on the spectrum, which is quite unfortunate. Yeah, so maybe there needs to be a bit more research done into that then potentially. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think so. Yeah. Um, then is bullying a common problem faced by students with autism? Yeah, I think... I definitely think so because obviously bullying targets difference a lot of the time and people are often threatened by difference and some of us on the spectrum can be quite unusual and uh, sort of unconventional in the way we behave and sort of things. So, yeah, I definitely think bullying is definitely prevalent and should be reduced. Do schools have the resources they need to meet the needs of students with autism? Um. I think it really comes down to how adequately resourced are they in ter- for de- for sort of handling or helping or uh, helping kids with autism spectrum in general. And I think there's a bit of a lack of kind of knowledge and education about the needs of autism kids on the autism spectrum, as of we've already we sort of talked about. So I think because of that and those specific needs that kind of need to be tailored for, I think there is sort of a bit of con. Uh, confusion perhaps as to how it's best to assist this a child on the spectrum because they want to feel misunderstood and a lot of the time it's difficult to understand someone you can't really relate to and I, so I guess I kind of empathise with that with teachers but yeah. Yeah um, so can you tell us a little bit about the professional development you provide to health and education professionals? Um, yeah so it's a uh, it's what we do is uh, based on our quiet magic method which is the way that we've found helps empower people on the spectrum um, so basically, we know that many teachers and health professionals and businesses, they're not always sure how to react to people on the autism spectrum. or And uh, so we put together, we, we do some professional development courses to pretty much just highlight the posit- positive side of autism and to really encourage people to look at the strengths of children on the spectrum, to encourage them to really work with them based on that positive kind of focus because that a lot of autistic kids respond really well to that um, positivity. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so in addition to the mentoring work that you do, um, we understand that ICANN also runs advocacy campaigns. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? Yeah, we, we do. Uh, our major our major campaign is um, August for Autism. Uh, we basically that involves we ask people to take on a challenge of the month of of August to. Uh, help raise funds for us to continue our mentoring in camps. Mm-hmm. So, um, like a challenge uh, could be like uh, last year, I did. I think I quit sugar for a month, and oh, wow. uh, that was really super hard. But it was for a good cause, and I think I raised for about raised about five hundred five hundred dollars, and that went towards I can and the and the programs. So, yeah, it's just to keep the programs going and make sure that the kids are getting the services that they deserve. Yeah, that sounds like a really great initiative. I'm yeah. glad it it's taking off. Then yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, um, and your website, which is beautifully designed, by the way, it's really, really nice to look at. Um, it talks about a need to rethink autism. How do we need to change the way we think about autism? Well, basically, it's quite simple, actually. So it's just it's just to see, frame or look at autism in a positive way and, and looking at the strengths because too often is autism uh, based on the, the diagnosis of autism and um, the way autism is talked about among professionals is based on a deficit model, which I don't think is very helpful. And and really, when when kids like when, when you hear, you know, no one likes to be talked talked about in a way that suggests that 
you know, it's really negative, like, oh, they struggle with this, they struggle with that, they can't do this. So I think it's just um, we just want people to see the positives because a lot of people see autism as kind of like a tragedy. So, yeah, it's not really nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and does ICANN play a role in higher education such as in unis or in TAFE? Uh, well, our, f- our first meeting uh, was actually in a university and we've provided a lot of professional development to people who work in universities and TAFEs and provide speakers from our speakers agency to speak about experience of autism and how to rethink it as well. Uh, but we, we, don't, um, we don't have any particular programs running at the moment, but we definitely have a lot of contact and uh, with those institutions. Yeah. Um, and we were talking when you first got here about ICANN as an organisation itself. So you said it was like about 80 or so members and 50% of them have some sort of autism or they're on the spectrum yeah yeah I think that's a really really great way to um get people involved and get their voices out as well yeah it is it's it's definitely a great way to um encourage people to sort of that they have a voice basically yeah I think that's really important um so what happens to people on the spectrum once they leave education and enter employment well one of the common things that happens is they just um well I know that jobs for people in the spectrum can be quite difficult to handle for a whole variation of reasons um could anything to do with sensory kind of need differences and uh social uh differences I know for me when I um when I got at my previous job uh and I was doing that after school as well I was struggling quite a lot with con- uh, conflict resolution because it just doesn't come quite naturally and it, and just because we are sort of sensitive to different things and co- sort of perceive things differently, it can be quite confronting and confusing. And um, so I think just that kind of, for what for us, it seems like a lot of these in workplace environments can be quite some kind of chaotic and out of our comfort zone. So it, a, a lot of it is they're just not catered towards us that often. So it's hard for us to put ourselves in that environment. Mm. And... Um, in terms of university, there's many that may not go due to low self-esteem issues, maybe not getting their needs accommodated for it at school. But um, others, they do pursue a like something at university and they, they flourish quite well, but they may not find employment, So, which is quite sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are some of the strengths that can be present in people with autism? Does our society risk losing our future intellects and innovators if we fail to support autistic people to reach their full potential now? Absolutely. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that if we're not sort of grabbing, ca- they're not catching that attention, that um, potential, sorry, um, it's definitely throwing it down the drain, all that, yeah. all this potential in society, because there's so many people like, you know, Albert Einstein, I guess, I'm pretty sure he was autistic. It, it, you know, he, he's an amazing guy and he came up with so, so much. And there's some actors like D- Daryl Hannah, she's an actress and she's there's so many amazing individuals that have done so such cool things uh, that have contributed to society that are on the spectrum. I just think it would be a waste to sort of throw them down the drain, so to speak. So Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so just to sort of finish up, what can parents or students do if they feel their school is failing to look after their needs? Uh, well, firstly, I think I recommend speaking speaking to you, to the teachers, like, talking to them first and well-being coordinators and principals and letting them know about your concerns and um yeah just work with them on an individual kind of an individual based kind of level to work with your child's needs and just communicate to them what your child's needs are 
and try and work like together like collaboratively as sort of like a team because I think that would be that's probably the best thing to do and um and just attend professional development sessions and things like that that we have to offer in other places there's plenty of those around just got to keep looking and yeah yeah um so if people want to find out more about the ICANN network where can they find out information um, well, you can email us at hello at iCanNetwork.com.au or you can message us, that's messaging us on Facebook as well, at uh, the ICANN Network page. And also you can, um, you, what? yeah, there's a website as well. Yeah. Um, there's the iCanNetwork.com.au, which is probably one of the first results on Google, so I would highly recommend visiting that. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Thank you so much, Carla, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Carla. Um, you can find more of our shows at our website, brainwaves.org.au, or on the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au, or on iTunes. Feel free to send us feedback or suggestions for shows via email at brainwaves at wellways.org. Next week on the show... Uh, it's Veterans Week, isn't it? Yeah, Veterans Week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tune in for that show. And yeah, we'll see you same time, same place uh, for another episode of Brainwaves on 3CR. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.